This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. If you've been tuning in lately, you know that I, Tom Kindred, and our uh, production team have been working and attending uh, and covering the annual, the second annual Small Business Success Summit brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. It's all taking place down here in uh, Fort Lauderdale, beautiful uh, location right here on the beach at the Westin. And uh, the room is full of small business owners and operators. The foyer is full of uh, suppliers, uh, and support and resource organizations. And we have one of those today, an important partner uh, with the Florida SBDC. It's our very good friend, uh, Terry Crispin, who is with United Midwest Savings Bank. Terry, uh, great to see you again. And thank you for your time this morning. Thank you. It's good to be here. And this one's special because it was actually in Fort Lauderdale 20 years ago when my father and I first came to the Florida SBDC conference. Wow. Um, maybe three banks ago at this point. But, uh, you know, we've really enjoyed the relationship over the years uh, and together have helped an awful lot of small businesses. Yep, nice. I, and I want to talk about that. Excellent. So let's start as we always do, Terry. Just a little bit of your background, kind of your pathway uh, to uh, United Midwest Savings Bank. It's an interesting story. Um, my father and I have both been in SBA lending now for our entire careers and his certainly stretching back prior to mine, uh, but we've been involved in SBA lending and running uh, SBA lending divisions for various banks. In 2003, we made a shift and really started focusing on the small side of SBA lending, uh, originally under the old Community Express Loan Program, where we were making working capital loans up to 50000 that combined access to capital with technical assistance that you guys provide. Uh, and, and it was a, a partnership that really thrived for a long, long time. Um, fast forward, and through some of our relationships in the industry, uh, we found United Midwest Savings Bank, which is a small savings bank in Columbus, Ohio. And it's a group of people that have all worked in much bigger shops that said, you know what, if we had our own bank and could go out and do things the way we enjoy doing it, uh, we could have a lot more fun doing it. And uh, that's the United Midwest <laughs> yeah, Savings Bank way. things aren't much fun anymore in the banking business, though, yes. I... They really are. Uh, so we're able to focus on the types of lending that we enjoy doing and, and helping that true mom-and-pop small business owner. And we can go out there and, and make that capital piece happen. Nice. Uh, and, and that's what's fun. We, we now have a unsecured $50,000 working capital loan that is as close to anything as the old Community Express program used to be where we can go out there and provide some some uh, reliable funds uh, on reasonable terms to help that small business owner grow their business. So I want to talk about that program a little deeper here in a minute, but talk to us about the current, kind of give us your, uh, your perspective of the current banking situation. We know rates are up. Um, where are we in terms of, of lending? 
I know things have tightened up. A little, little more difficult to get access to capital right now for small business owners. Are you seeing that? Where are we? I think that's a very individualized question, right? So to be honest, the bank's appetite is going to depend entirely upon the bank. And, and, and a lot of that has to do right. with what they were doing two or three years ago, more so than it is what they're doing today. Um, because we focus on the SBA lending side of the, the piece, our appetite's just as big as it's ever been. Um, in fact, we, we've come up with some newer products that enable us to finance both existing businesses and startups. Um, but we still do an awful lot of startup businesses within our program. So our appetite's strong. Uh, I think that it's really going to depend on what the small business owner's relationship is with their, their um, institution that they bank with. And then outside of that, how are they reaching out uh, to find other sources of capital? All right, so let's talk about let's talk about uh, just not startup. Let's talk about existing business uh, needs some capital for expansion growth. Um, you know, what are the basic requirements? Uh, you know, with United Midwest, what are you going to want to see? Two years tax returns, you know, credit score wise. What what are that? What's that top five things we're going to want to see and you're going to need? Absolutely. So the first thing we're going to do is run it through our credit scoring program that is pretty much the same scoring model SBA is going to use and turn behind us. And that's going to give us a pretty good go, no go launch point uh, with that application. If it's an existing business, we want to see two years worth of tax returns, an interim um, um, income statement, balance sheet, uh, and a debt schedule. And with that, we can do a, a quick global cash flow on the business, the owner's income, and, and give us a, a quick spread um, and move forward from there. One of the challenges a lot of businesses have is that the business today is a service, right? It, we're not in the 50s where the main businesses were manufacturing facilities that had uh, plant equipment that they could turn around and, and secure a loan with. Right. Uh, we're a service-driven economy, and that's something that we're pretty good at financing because we understand that small business owner really is the business. And so where a lot of banks are looking at the collateral, we're looking at it from the standpoint of, What's the likelihood they can go out in the market, generate revenue, and pay us back over the next 10 years? Right. And because of the SBA structure, we can fully amortize that loan over 10 years and give them a reasonable payment that um, isn't going to, to crimp their cash flow. Okay, nice. For that traditional uh, in-business business, what's the range? What, what is your range on loan amounts? We're going to be in that smaller SBA space. So really loans from 20000 up to 150000 okay. Like I said, up to 50000 we can do that deal completely unsecured. If we go into the fifty one to say $150,000, we are going to file a best available UCC on the business assets, whether we're in a first lien position or a third lien position. Again, we're looking at it more from the standpoint of what's the likelihood they can pay us back over the 10-year term. Okay. And then let's talk startups because that's, again, you can imagine, that's where everybody has the interest, trying to get some financing to start the business. Talk about your startup program. What are the requirements? What are you going to want to see? What are the limits? Great question. So when we're talking about a startup, um, the requirements on the loan are going to be pretty much the same. The challenge is that business may or may not be at that launch point yet. We're not going to be able to fund that loan until they can... Uh, open their doors and start generating revenue. Now that's going to mean different things for different types of businesses. So the the one, I guess the most popular business that everybody wants to try to start is that restaurant deal. 
Yeah. And you uh, nailed it. Yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> the challenge in starting that restaurant is typically they're going to want some money for equipment, but that equipment has to be purchased and installed and inspected before that business can ever get their business license. Uh, and for our product, we've got to have that business license in hand before we can go fund the loan. So in a lot of cases, those deals will turn into a catch 22. They need the money uh, to get the equipment, but the equipment has to be installed uh, so that they can get the business license. And we need the business license to be able to fund. Right. So we're, we're not a great fit for those, but a lot of businesses today aren't restaurants either. Right. So you've got your, uh, my favorite example is the residential cleaning business. That's typically a one, two owner operation. Uh, and they're going to go out and clean people's houses. Banks hated doing that deal before because they had vacuum cleaners and feather dusters that didn't offer a lot of collateral. Um, but we're looking at it from the standpoint, what's the likelihood they can go out in the marketplace and generate that revenue. So we can do that type of deal all day long. Um, we do a lot of service-based businesses that are a great fit. Uh, the, the trick for us is we're going to align our funding point with that business's launch point. Uh, so that we can make sure they're not walking themselves into unforeseen cost overruns that in these smaller size uh, deals can pretty quickly eat up the available capital that they thought they were going to have on hand when they open their doors. Nice. So I, I think what I'm hearing here on startups is it really is a case-by-case -case basis. It is, but a lot of that case is driven by the industry and what the local requirements are going to be for that business to get licensed. Okay. All right. And then let's talk about uh, your new product that you mentioned. Let's kind of dive into that because that, I, I think, again, is a, you know, is, is certainly a very useful tool for what could be a lot of small businesses. So you have you have kind of a, a product that mirrors the old uh, community express loan. Talk about that particular product. Yes, sir. So it's a $50,000 loan. It's unsecured. Uh, all SBA loans are going to have a full personal guarantee from the small business owner. But truly, we're not even filing a UCC on the business assets on that deal. We set it up and designed it to be able to come in and provide capital quickly uh, and, and get that money into the hands of the small business owners. So on an existing business, we target a, a turnaround time somewhere between 10 to 15 days from the application to the funding. Um, and, and it can be used for those typical working capital items, whether that is to go out and execute a new marketing campaign. Uh, maybe you're going to come in and hire a, a, another crew to go out and, and service another line of houses there in the right. city. Uh, you're going to have to cover their salaries and wages for a certain period of time before that revenue starts coming in on your receivables. Right. Um, so it, it's truly working capital. So the business can go out and grow their sales and increase their profits. What, what are the terms on that loan? Great question. So it's a 10-year loan, fully amortized, no balloon payment, no call provisions. The interest rate's at prime plus three and a quarter. Um, but because of the longer term, the amortization, it, it's bringing that monthly payment down into a very manageable uh, place. And there's also no prepayment penalty on a small SBA loan. So if the loan does what it's supposed to do four or five years from now, they want to pay the loan off early. There's no penalty to do so as long as they give nice. us 21 days worth of notice. Uh, I think I got a couple clients we need to have a conversation about. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, tell us real quick, how does one find United Midwest 
besides calling your local SBDC, but how would they find it on their own? Well, that's one of the, the easiest things we've done is they can find us on the internet at sbdc.loan. I like it. Okay. Uh, Fred, listen, United Midwest has always been a huge supporter. You, you know, I guess in, in layman's terms, you get small business. So you understand the needs, you understand, uh, you know, the, the constraints of small business. So you guys have done a great job servicing that market. Well, thank you. And we really, truly appreciate the relationship. Uh, I think the, the services that you guys provide, the, the counseling, the training, the handholding, sometimes just being that sounding board for that small business owner that's a disinterested third party that's not trying to monetize that relationship to give somebody the good advice can make all the difference in the world. And so we recommend all of our customers reach out to their local SBDC, no matter where they are in the country, uh, and form that relationship. Because at some point, they're probably going to need your help. Yep. You guys have been huge supporters of all that we do uh, at the SBDC. So we support, uh, we appreciate your support. Appreciate you again attending uh, this particular uh, small business summit down here in Lauderdale. Thank you. We're happy to be here and we're excited about what we can do together over the next 12 months. And Terry, I'll be calling you. Perfect. <laughs> we got clients. Let's do it. All right. This is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. It's all coming to you from the second annual Small Business Success Summit, all brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network. Uh, the room is full of small business owners and the foyer is full of folks like Terry Crispin and United Midwest Savings Bank. Thank you again, sir. Thank you. Stay tuned. Lots more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River.